1: Check this out. This is the Rich Eisen Show.
0: I said I wasn't going to talk about the Jets again. After okay. the Black Friday disaster. Here I am every time I think I'm out.
1: Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
0: Eventually stays like a before.
1: The Rich Eisen Show.
0: Zach Wilson is back. And not just back, he's a starter for the rest of the season.
1: Earlier on the show, Colorado football recruit, Jordan Seton. Coming up, Timberwolves point guard, Mike Conley. Actor, David Oyelowo. And now, it's Rich Eisen.
0: Yes, hour number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. We're pleased to have you phone in Uh, this hour. We'll take your calls, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. As you just heard, the actor David Oh, yellow. Oh, we just uh, had a nice chat in the back there. You may know him from his work playing Martin Luther King Jr. in the brilliant movie Selma. He is in the new show Lawman Bass Reeves on Paramount Plus. It's Paramount's most watched series premiere globally this year. And you can check it out on the Roku channel, uh, which is where you can see us every single day. 844 uh, 204 Rich is the number to dial. We've had a good time. Uh, tonight is uh, Patriots and Steelers. And I, I, I came on the air and I. I offered a mea culpa when I heard about the NBA in-season tournament. I'm like, good luck scheduling the uh, semifinals in Vegas on the night of an NFL Thursday night game, uh, certainly between the Patriots and Steelers. And it's 2-10 New England uh, with Bailey Zappi taking on the Steelers uh, with Mitch Trubisky coming off of one of their worst offensive uh, games ever. So <laughs> how about that? <laughs> My bad.
2: The Steelers are a touchdown favorite tonight. What are we doing?
0: Well, I mean, all they got to do is score one then. What you're saying, yeah. All right. Uh, and joining us now uh, here on the Rich Eisen show, however, is a member of the Mass, uh, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, the NBA's best team at sixteen and four. Look who's joining us right now, uh, Mike Conley Jr. How you doing, Mike? Good to see you. Hey, doing well. Thank you. Good to see you. So, um, let me just jump right in about this NBA in season tournament. It just it just feels as if the players were into it from uh, from jump. Um, what what would you say about that, Mike?
3: Yeah, I think I think it was accepted across the league. I think, um, you know, it was something fresh, something new. Um, gave us all, you know, something to kind of push for, fight for early in the season. And I think it's been really good for the fans. You know, you come in and it's, it's you know, set up kind of like a playoff atmosphere. And, um, you know, you're just not used to that being in November, you know, December game. So it's been good. Did you have to take some time to get used to the floor, Mike? Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it, I don't think I've played on too many floors, like that colorful and, right. um, the lines are a little funky. It's a couple of times I almost like stepped out of bounds, run out of bounds, you know, <laughs> running line, just not, just not accustomed to yeah, that my, kind of,
0: my question would be like, did you think you're in the middle of the court thinking you're stepping out of bounds? You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> right, think I was right. anywhere near the end line here. You know what I mean? Right. Like,
3: <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, it, it was a little. It was a little crazy, and you know, you kind of had to look down and double check sometimes where you're at. But uh, you know, we got used to it.
0: So, why do you think the players bought in on the NBA in season tournament?
3: What well, you, you know, I think you know, obviously, you know, people talk about the money. You know, the teams, um, you know, the, the, that will be rewarded to the teams if uh, you know you win it or just make it to Vegas. And um, but I think just the you know we're all competitors at the end of the day. You know, we're all pros, but we all want to win something and uh, having another thing uh, to, to strive for, to, 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 you know, call it call yourself an in season tournament champion. And, you know, guys across the the team, you know, get paid a certain amount. Like it's, it's all, you know, a competition and love for the game. So, I think that's why it's been accepted so well by by the players and you know that's why you're getting the kind of effort you're getting from the guys. Right.
0: Uh and and obviously, you know, while that's going on, you're you're going through the rest of your regular season schedule right now having just beaten the Spurs last night to go 16 and 4. What is clicking for your team this year, Mike?
3: Um I think number one is our defense. You know, we've been you know trying to make that our identity from day one and a uh, big part of that has been Rudy. Uh, Gobert's been awesome, and and Ant's been you know playing like a superstar all year. You know, Cat, um, Jaden McDaniels, when he's been out there healthy, like we we've got a, a really deep roster uh, of guys, a lot of talent um, that that play both ends of the floor. And uh, our chemistry has gotten a lot better since I got here last year. Just uh, you know, a few months I was here last year, I got to know the guys a little bit better. So having a full season um, to start the season with them has been good and. Uh, we're just trying to trying to win one game at a time right now, and uh, right now we're doing that. What's your favorite Anthony Edwards story, Mike? What is uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got? You got to look around, huh?
3: Yeah, I gotta I gotta look around. I gotta make sure you know who's in the building. No, nah, um, <laughs> unique. Yeah, Ant's, he's a, he's a unique guy, man. He's he's a funny dude on and off the court. He's I think the one that happens probably every probably every game is you know that he he gets double teamed a lot, triple teamed sometimes, and. He'll go and he'll, you know, still shoot a shot like a fadeaway or something like that. And he'll he'll miss it or maybe he'll get knocked out of bounds. And he'll come over to me and be like, man, I probably should have stepped back with my left foot on that one and shot it that way. Huh? I was like, no, nah, you probably should have passed it. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, So just trying to mm-hmm. get him to understand certain things. But, uh, you know, he's 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 like that. He's such a such an energetic guy. He's he's all about being aggressive and scoring and um, just real fun to. Is it true he's given you a nickname you don't appreciate? <laughs> Uh yeah they 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 called me uh, bite bite here for some reason man he he was talking in a after the game interview and just made it up on the spot said he'd been calling me that for like weeks and I'd never heard it before um that day so now I hear it when I walk into any arena like on the on the road people I hear bite bite coming from the fans I'm like no this that's, that's <laughs> bite bite why is it bite bite mike why is that I would ask you this. Like, you and I have the same question. I have no idea why where that came from. Like it, it has nothing to do with me. Like I hadn't. You know, it's nothing to do with my. I don't bite things. I don't like growl or anything. It's nothing. Like I don't know. It's weird.
0: I mean, I mean, you're a 36 year old man. You, you're 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 a vet man. I mean. You're in your 16th NBA season, right? No, eight. eight? What, what, what season are you in? 17, right? 17, 17. Man. Seventeen. Seventeen. So, like, you don't, you don't need this nonsense, Mike. You're an OG. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? No, I, I, I'm,
3: I'm cool with like unk and OG and like all that, all that stuff that right. signifies like you know, just the the stature that you're at. You know, bite bite feels like like I'm talking to my kids. So like it's <laughs> a, little, a little funky.
0: Well, I mean, Anthony Edwards does strike me as a child. You know what I mean? Like he's just a man child, obviously. Yes. I mean, how much? How how good can he be? I mean, obviously, you've been around and you've seen greatness. Like how how good do you think he can be, Mike?
3: A man, I, I honestly think uh, you know he could be one of the best players in our league, um, if not the best player in our league at some point in his career. You know, the, the 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 thing that I think sets him apart, um, one is his ability you know, to to take over games on both ends of the floor. Like he's probably one of the better defenders I've ever seen on the ball. Um and he's not afraid to guard your your best player, you know, the, the superstar on the other team. And that's not common today. Um and so to see that kind of competitiveness from him. And then like I said, offensively, like he's not afraid to shoot over one, two, three guys. Like he wants to he wants to, you know, live and die by, you know, his way. He doesn't want to um, you know, go out any other way than, than him having the ball and making sure that he gave our, gave our team the best chance to win. And, um, you know, th- those are what those great guys have, is that, that killer instinct down, you know, down late in the games. And he's kind of got all that.
0: Speaking of taking over games late, Mike Conley Jr., is it true also that you occasionally, to deliver important information to the team during a timeout late when it's particularly intense, wind up sitting in the coach's chair? Do you do that, Mike? Is that true too? <laughs>
3: Yes, I do. Um, Ah, Yeah. The funny part about that, I just realized I did that uh, probably about a week ago. I think Jaden McDaniels told me, he's like, man, you realize every time we start messing up and it's late, like you go sit in the coach's chair and like grill us. I was like, no, I didn't know that. Now I started looking back and I'm like, every other game, I'm in the coach's (laughs) seat. I'm probably just blacking out at the time, not even thinking about it, but I'm in the coach's seat, like grabbing guys' jerseys, like telling them what to do and um so yeah, that's my thing, I guess, now is uh, you know, when, when push comes to shove, I gotta gotta put my coach's hat on.
0: So what does coach have to say about that?
3: I think uh coach coach appreciates it. He's okay. he sits he sits back there and you know and waits for me to leave. He gives okay. me my time. Um and then uh, you know, he gets to do what he does. So he's never like tapped you on the shoulder going, Hey,
0: that's uh, you know, my uh my seat you're in. You he, he hasn't done that? He hasn't done that. Time. Um
3: he has, and I, you know, I kind of, kind of brush him off like this. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. I got, got. Give me ten more seconds, and then, uh, you know, let him, let him uh, do his job.
0: All right, very good. Uh, Mike Conley Jr. here on the Rich Eisen show. A few more minutes left with the, the guard of the sixteen and four Minnesota Timberwolves. So, um, how has the league changed from when you came in?
3: Man, uh, one, it's a lot faster. Um, I think when I first came in, it was a lot more post up. Um, half court sets, you know, you had a lot of, you know, guards that posted up, uh, big guards, the Chauncey Billups, Baron Davis, like guys who just were just physically bigger. Now it's like, you know, long, skinny, athletic, you know, wings and guards and kind of people who can play every position. And, um, the three point, the three pointer obviously has, you know, changed the game. You know, what Steph has brought to the league, um, and the analytics portion of the league, like it's it's made the game faster, more spacing. Um, the the rules defensively changed where you know it's a little bit less physical, so you know it's a little bit more of an advantage for the offense, and so there's a lot more points being scored. So it's um, just a just a little different different league, different pace, and um, you've had to adjust over the years. And some rookies wind up being seven foot four, like the one you saw last night, right, Mike? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, and then you run up on. You know the victors of the world. Uh, like did, there's, like there's many of them. Was but. You, you know? Was that the first time you've eyeballed Wemba Nyama yourself? Uh, second, we played okay. him about a month ago, and uh, I went home just as impressed as I, I was the first time. I was like, man, I, I haven't seen anybody like that before, and some of the stuff he can do is pretty amazing.
0: So, did you? Uh, I, I I wasn't able to catch last night's game in its entirety. Did you? Did you uh, challenge him at any point in time? Last night,
3: Mike, did uh, that uh, So I had an opportunity, Yes. and uh, I turned it over because I, I took one dribble, and I was like, yeah, I'm about to just float this to the moon <laughs> and just make this bucket over him. And then okay. he, he kind of, like, faked me, and I tried to throw a pass instead, and he stayed on the ground and stole it. And I was like, man... That don't happen often. He kind of just completely took me out of my game.
0: Was there any point where Gobert pulled the team together saying, we're not going to let this kid be the best French guy on the floor tonight"? Did you did – you, <laughs> did that happen at any point in time um, last night, Mike?
3: Not, no? not verbally, but you could tell um, by the way he approached the game and during uh, the game, it meant a lot to him. It did, huh? How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's did like he, his like, – it's like his guy. So he's, he's – so I don't want to lose to my guy. Okay. Did he trash talk him in French? Did you overhear anything like that? No, I didn't hear anything like that, man. Rudy was uh he was pretty locked in. I'm sure he was I mean, if he did, I wouldn't have understood it anyway. You know, <laughs> He's he just out there doing his thing.
0: La- last one for you, Mike. Um, you know, the what could have been for your college teammate Greg Oden. I just want to give you the the floor on that. How good he was and what what uh could have been with him. Yeah, do you think?
3: Uh, man, um uh, you, I, I probably think about it more than anybody, but it, it was um, just such an opportunity to be a, around a guy like that and see, um, you know, somebody who has so much potential and in a league that has changed so much. I think he would have adapted really well throughout his career. I think he'd still be playing um, at a very high level because of his athleticism, his ability to you know finish and and soft touch with both hands and. Uh, he was a team guy, and, and you don't find too many of those bigs that can do all those things. And um, just wish that he would have had that opportunity and stayed healthy enough because, you know, when he was healthy, he was a force, and uh, there would be a lot. You know, who knows? The, the history books might be, you know, rewritten a little bit, and he could have been a part of some some great teams. How did a guy from Indianapolis wind up there? How did that happen for you? Oh, man. Um, honestly, we uh, it was our last – college visit you know I had I had visited Wake Forest right before that like a week before and I was like yeah I'm committing to Wake Forest I'm gone like there's no question and uh, my dad was like man just take one more visit you and Greg and you know Daquan Cook's already there you should go visit Ohio State just to do it you you and Thad might have a great relationship so I was like all right I'll just go just to go um, I went there we went to a, a Saturday night football game they played Texas I think it was Vince Young or yeah, who was quarterback at the time but massive game i saw all those fans and people and like the, the city just shut down i was like man this is a college like this is crazy so like i just from that point i was like i, I want to come i want to be a, a buckeye and experience this every uh every weekend and um and make this basketball program something special okay i hear you so you do follow college football then
0: right mike you, you find i do i do okay I do. has anybody made you aware of where i went to school prior to this uh conversation Mike
3: I hope it's not the school I'm thinking of. Well, no, I mean, no. you could <laughs> Sorry, say Mike. the word, Mike. You could say the word. You could I, say- I really can't. Come on. I, I'll, I'll I can let you say the word, but I I, I have yes, an idea can. of where you want to go You, you know?
0: listen, the the first letter in the city <laughs> that you wear frequently sometimes on the chest, you can say the letter M. When you're talking, what do you it's not the Minnesota Timberwolves when you mention it to other people. Like which team do you play for? Or it, I play it, for the it, it. ex in, in, in Minnesota Timberwolves. Really? I just say I just say I play for the Wolves.
3: I don't even say I don't oh, even the I, yeah, Oh yeah. well, the Wolves. Oh well that's
0: close. So you can say the word even Wolves.
3: You can, <laughs> yeah, start I can with say a, the Wolf. wolver. I know? can't even finish it though. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that.
0: I mean you're not Ike Conley Jr., right? You
3: <laughs> when you sign your checks. I, I am. It depends on the conversation. Right now, that that doesn't uh, – I'm Ike Conley. I'm <laughs> the Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves. Like, I'm all that. Uh, uh, funny.
0: All right, Mike. Uh, good to see you. Let's do this uh, on the regular some more. Congrats on uh, the great 20-game uh, start. Obviously, you know it's a, it's a marathon. We appreciate the time. Uh, thank you, sir. Well, thank you.
3: Appreciate you, it. You Y'all bet, be good.
0: You bet. That's Ike Conley Jr. So I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> that was awesome.
4: <laughs>
0: I must say, this is the old ESPN Sports Center community coming together. The information about Anthony Edwards oh. nicknaming him Bite Bite, and he doesn't like that nickname, and the fact that he occasionally will find himself sitting in the coach's chair during timeouts at the end of the game, both of them. in given to me in the commercial break via text by Lord Kilby himself. <laughs> the diehard Timberwolf fan, Craig Kilborn, immediately hit me back when I said, I've got Mike Conley well on what should I ask? Amazing. So I took that information and it made the interview better. See, we're, it's just, it's a team. Team effort. People helping people. Um, one more piece of NBA news <laughs> from last night to hit before we take our break. Um... The boat race, W, by the Dallas Mavericks last night on the Utah Jazz. I mean, was it a 50-point win, right? Yeah, 55-0, 147-97. Oh, I mean, that is tough. <laughs> yeah. That is tough. Did you hear how Utah Jazz' Will Hardy spoke about that 50-point loss no. last night? Sound bite of the year. It lasts, I mean, we only have a few days left to get in on that race. Right? In twenty twenty three. Right. But uh here it is. Hit it.
3: Um that was a uh that was an absolutely horrendous performance from start to finish. Um that was a masterpiece of dog There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a masterpiece of dog ass.
0: That's fantastic. By the way, <laughs> Fantasy it just harkens me back, to, but that's it's a fantasy, great, great name.
2: Fantasy, name. Yeah,
0: great fantasy name. A masterpiece of dog poop. Was
2: a pink Floyd hey, album. That
0: by the funny. way, no, no, no. What it was, Mike. I don't know if you—you probably—we grew up in the same area. Yep. On WNET channel 13. Yes. My parents and I would always turn on the masterpiece of dog poop. <laughs> that's where I would watch. <laughs> upstairs, down poop.
5: Upstairs.
0: You know, I crappiest. Oh my god. It was a great, uh, uh, great, great mini series on masterpiece of dog poop.
5: <laughs> I, I poop you. That sounds like it was so dog <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a much triumph.
0: That's why I say masterpiece of, of, master dog, of dog poop. The type poop on. Hey, but, by the way, if you're a player on that team, can you push back?
2: I mean, they did score 97. It's not like they scored fifty-seven, or but if you, you know, give up one hundred forty-seven. Like now that you no know, you could say that kind of counterbalances
0: of, the yeah dog the ninety-seven
2: defense. You know, I mean, offense they were still right there. I didn't look at the numbers, but ninety-seven points, good out, good output most nights.
0: <laughs> Do I change my uh, team name now? It's pretty good. Uh, Harden's warm mixed nuts. <laughs> um, Based on that was the uh the when we man. were talking about he he would be on a a, 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 a private jet flight to come to oh yeah. oh no that's what it was now here's what it was it was he was descent home at the gate yes of the plane he was going to get on and, and we were like and the Sixers were like you're not coming plane, here because yeah. you got to stay home and rehab because you're supposedly hurt. Mm-hmm.
5: And then we'd start describing other things he wouldn't get on this flight. Right. And like, Harden's I, warm mixed, mixed nuts. nuts. And I was By like, the
0: way, you know who's warming up uh, right now is James Clips Harden. Will, well, the
5: Clips as a whole. A little well,
0: little. Harden is for sure. Yeah. So, all right. Ty That's Lou our coverage of the association. Games. Say <laughs> it
5: again. Ty, Ty Lue said it would take 10 games. They're on game like 13.
2: Um, I got now, it. So. It's fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is, we're marathoning. We're not sprinting. Bucks yeah, Pacers sure.
2: tonight, the total is 257, highest in the NBA in 30 years.
0: Is that right? Bet the over. Absolutely. What's higher? The number of points in this game tonight or Snoop right now? Or the oh, number <laughs> of total penalty yards in Cleet Blakeman's next game? <laughs> oh. oh, where's Cleet this weekend? Hold on. Give me, I'll check in the break. Wherever Cleet Blakeman is in oh, that game, gosh. total penalty yards of that game all right, hold on. Or NFL total points of tonight's Bucks pacers game. Cle- oh, pulling, it up, pulling it up, pulling it up. Cleet is at Broncos-Chargers. Total penalty yards, Broncos-Chargers. Or total points of tonight's Bucks pacers game
2: holy jeez that is a well done thank rich. you sir on that the fly really, on the fly <laughs> interviewing really, getting killborn
0: tips really good assimilating it in my q a with mike conley jr so and throwing to break what was cleat's game last week oh it was the seahawks cowboys okay Seahawks-Cowboys. that was round two and change david O'Yellowo is coming out here on the rich eisen show we'll talk about lawman bass Reeves and mma he's into uh, ufc oh, okay. coming up next Back here on our radio show, David Yellowo of uh, Lawman Bass Reeves. Paramount Plus is how you can catch it. Also right here on the Roku channel, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. So let's just jump right into it here. Uh, how do you learn about the character uh, Bass Reeves? What a Fascinating character uh, you are playing on this program right now.
4: Yeah, someone approached me in 2014, a -hmm. producer, about the idea of making a show about Bass Reeves. And as I said, growing up, wanting to be a cowboy, loving westerns, I just couldn't believe I hadn't heard anything about Mm -hmm. Bass Reeves, considering who he was what he achieved just how impressive his uh, record was mm-hmm. um and so that's where the the uh, the obsession truly uh, of, of getting this made began
0: okay and so he's a uh, um a lawman that comes from enslavement
4: yeah, yeah,
0: into a a role of authority.
4: Yeah, and and that's what you see at the beginning of our show. You see him fighting on the side of the Confederacy. He is enslaved at that point. He comes out of enslavement. Uh, He lives with Native American tribes for a number of years, including the Seminole, the Creek, the Choctaw. That's where he learns a lot of the skills he employs when he eventually, after being a farmer for about 10 years, be- becomes deputized as a deputy US Marshal, mm-hmm. goes on to have a 32 year career in law enforcement with over a thousand arrests. But the thing that's truly impressive is the proximity of being enslaved with now having the authority to arrest white people, some of whom still think of you as as a slave. And, and you know, you can only imagine how terrifying that could have been.
0: And then this show is going to be about other lawmen and also villains other than what we're seeing right now. Correct? Yeah, I, I that's think that's the idea of the th- show th- and th- success. That's
4: the idea. I mean, I, I think there's a general consensus that someone like Bass Reeves should have had a show a film a, a myriad of things right. done about them and so let's go find who are those others who have been sort of fallen between the cracks or on the fringes of history that shouldn't be and make shows about them
0: not uh, to get too ahead because obviously yeah. we're, we're still in what we're talking yeah. about right here have you yeah. already identified with these characters, not
4: not be? not yet you know like you say you don't want to jump too far ahead we only just found out about it being the most watched show globally on paramount plus a few days ago How so about that right it's pretty great
0: pretty great so i i imagine Paramount are going to want to do more, but yeah. that's, that's still fresh paint. They want answers, I'm sure, yeah. at some point. And obviously playing a character uh, of significance and wanting to uh, do that character justice, this is... Um I imagine nothing compared to playing Martin Luther King, Jr. One would say, Oh, it's kind of, up there. it's it's it's, okay. it's
4: it's it's up there. I mean, any anytime you are in any way now going to be part of the legacy of yes. of, a, of a historical character of this level of import, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a burden. but I try to I can't afford to think about that. You're never going to please everyone, mm-hmm. and all you can do is go in and do the best job you possibly can. If I can say that after engaging in an endeavor like this, then I'm, I'm happy and I can truly say that about well, it. Well, let's
0: talk about Selma a little bit here. Again, in 2014, you played Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in that awesome film. Hmm. How did you prepare for that role? How did that happen?
4: Well, I was, weirdly enough, a beneficiary of just how long it took to get the film made. Bass Reeves took eight years, obviously since 2014 when it first came my way. Yes. Um, Selma, I first read the script in 2007. And and like you say, you know, the world wasn't seeing it till 2014. And I, I became one of the elements that really pushed to get that film made. But because we had so many false starts but I was absolutely determined that it would happen. I was doing research, I was reading, I was talking to people all through those seven years. I also had the privilege of being in films like Lincoln and The Butler and Red Tails and The Help, all in the meantime, all of which was giving me historical context for, for Selma. So who were you reaching
0: out to? Did you reach out to anybody from Dr. King's orbit? Yeah, life, I or? spoke to
4: Andrew Young, who was his oh right-hand man, and, and I spoke to him a fair bit. I, you know, I spoke to John Lewis, who, you know has has since passed away but you know was a, there were so many people who um had their own specific relationship to him, and what we mostly know are the speeches and the public persona, but to speak to people who actually knew him, his children, I, I spent time with all of his children as well, talking to them about him, and so that was all incredibly helpful.
0: I have to ask about John Lewis a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, the good trouble. you talked to you about good trouble and things of that nature. you or, know what? Or he, what happened with historically yeah
4: about? he 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 did to a certain extent, but my 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 John Lewis moment yes. was we were um, shooting Selma. I hadn't I had not had FaceTime with him at, at this point when we were shooting. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, a PA came to my door and knocked, said, I, I have someone here to, to see you. I was in my trailer. And I stayed in character the whole time we were shooting. You did? I did for the three months we were shooting. And so I, I the PA knocked, someone here to see you. I open the door and it's John Lewis. He's visiting the set. Did you not know he was on the? Other I didn't side? know. I didn't know he was visiting. Okay. And um, and you can only imagine what that feels like. But as I say, I'm 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 in character. I'm talking as him. I'm sort of moving like him. That was just my process. And um, John Lewis sees me, and out of his mouth came the words, "Dr. King, it is so good to see you again." And I just, I just didn't know what to do with myself because i could see him completely time machine like go back to somewhere else and i just in that moment i was dr king for him and it was just the most precious thing did you stay in character i did, did you? because you know for me I, I i had to go and do a scene sure, and uh, and i i was about to do a scene that he was going to stay for it was the scene that we had done this uh, recreation of an ebenezer baptist church uh, scene. And thankfully, I was so nervous about him literally being there, but there was a thunderstorm and we suddenly had to shut down till the thunderstorm passed. And then he had to leave. And I was like, thank you, Lord. You love me so much because I would have been terrified to
0: do a speech in front of him. So at some point though, when he said that to you yeah. and a quiet moment for yourself, you're like, okay, I, I think I've, I've got this role nailed. If, you, if he said that to you, because I'm sure yeah. somebody must have given him a heads up. He's in character. This mm. is what he's doing. This is mm. his job. And he, he obviously understands yeah. what you were attempting. Yeah. But he didn't, I mean, he didn't have to say that.
4: To you. He, he didn't. And I will never know. Sure. Um, I, you know, I just hold that as such a precious moment. But another person with whom I had that kind of moment was Bernice King, mm. um, uh, Dr. King's daughter, who, you know, was on the fence about a film being made, to be perfectly honest. and I And I went to the uh, King Museum in in Atlanta. And again, I didn't know she was there, but her office is there and, mm-hmm. and we were just doing a tour. And someone said, Dr. King is here to see you. And I was like, what? That's so, what do you mean Dr. King is here? And it was Bernice King. And she saw me and she gave me her blessing. I, I wasn't in character then, it was before we started shooting, okay. but I'd put on the way, I'd shaved my hairline back. and. She saw me and I could see in her eyes also that she was, she was co-signing.
0: Amazing. Yeah. David Oyelowo here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay. Um, How does somebody from Oxford (laughs) sound like Bass Reeves? Like what's your, Mm. like, who are you, who are you drawn from here? What do, you, what do you got for me? Yeah, yeah, that? no, it's a good question. Uh, well, Thank you know, you. That, that's
4: that's <laughs> that's my job. you got to go find the character. Um, we listened to a lot of recordings from the early 1900s of people who had been enslaved during that era, so who would have been about Bass's age in the 1860s, 1870s. Yes. Now, they have the sound, but they've lost their teeth. They have that old people raspy thing. Okay. So you're now having to sort of clean that up and, and decipher what the accent would be and I work with a dialect called, coach called uh, Denise Woods and uh yeah we built the accent from there.
0: Okay. How tough is that to lose your your accent? I mean it, you know it's, it's it like, sounds wonderful. It, I thank mean you, you sound you sound erudite, you sound wonderful like thank you're you. you're classing up the joint, but uh <laughs> you know <laughs> Well you have a bunch of sports people on here, you know, yeah.
4: it's like asking them how they do what they do. It's it's that ten thousand hours. You know I went to drama school a lot of what we did was okay. breaking down accents and I've done a few of them now so you know it's, just, right. it's just that muscle you're you keep a pro flirting. is basically what you said so, see, see
0: how he's classed up the place so you could just say Rich I'm a <laughs> professional <laughs> why the hell are you asking that you know I'm a pro Rich I'm a pro thank you very much you don't ask basketball players how do you shoot I got it I understand and you're a fan of UFC huh yeah big fan big fan okay
4: I love it. it's weird it helps me relax I don't know why <laughs> I, I know I know my wife says the same thing <laughs> it helps you relax yeah here's my theory you see it's, people are getting their asses handed exactly, to them. exactly exactly but it's finite you train you have a goal okay you have three minute rounds sometimes it's a, it's a three round match or five and it's finite with making movies or tv shows Bass Reeves, eight
2: years. Yes, right. Selma,
4: seven years. You right. don't know when you're gonna get. But this is clean, and I and it's and there's something just. A knockout is just. It's like mm-hmm. okay, and moving on. Who's getting who gets knocked out ne- okay. next? Okay, you know. But do you but yeah.
0: uh, is again? You like the violence
4: of it? Is that what you're saying too? That don't, that, I don't see it as violence. It just it just feels pure to me. Okay, I know. I, you're looking at me like my wife looks at me, which is a bit weird thing to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm, trying to, I'm trying to understand. I'm, I'm trying to compute. She's as confused as you as what not, I'm trying I'm to, to say. Not going to lie, does she watch with you? She watches me watching it because my because my whole Saturday is just. <laughs> MMA, Really? Yeah, 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 so yeah. how
0: are you watching MMA then? I mean, you are you are
4: are you getting off the couch? Or you're, oh, I know. You I'm on the couch. I'm just you're going from match to match to match to match. It's
0: just... Uh, so who's your fighter? What do you like?
4: Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I love Israel Adesanya. I was so upset when he got beaten by Sean Strickland recently. He's been here a couple times. Oh, yeah.
0: I love his personality. I love it.
4: He's his great. His personality, but his fighting style. So unique. So poetic to yes. what he's an artist with uh-huh. with his fighting you know is another favorite you mm-hmm. know he's become a favorite uh, leon edwards is a fellow brit uh, current welterweight champ looking okay. forward to the colby covington fight soon so um, yeah, but there was this amazing era when it was Kamaru Usman, it was Israel Alisania and it was Francis Ngannou. As a as a proud West African myself, that was a that was a pretty
0: that was a pretty cool moment. Right Do you ever there. wanna try it yourself at all or no?
4: I think I am I'm, I'm past that moment where I could, you know, and you know, I'm an actor, not the face. Not the not face. The fa- not the face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the moneymaker. <laughs> okay. Right. Careful with the moneymaker. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Very good. Uh, new episodes of Lawman Bass Reeves airs Sunday. Exclusively on Paramount Plus, which you can also catch right here on the Roku portal and platform. Lawman Bass Reeves is Paramount Plus's most watched series premiere globally this year. Tell me about role play, sir, before uh and The Book of Clarence, you got a lot going on. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah, a few things. Yeah, Roleplay is a, a cool um, action comedy I've just done with Kaylee Cuoco. And okay. we're a happily married couple until I find out she's an assassin.
2: Hey.
0: Ah.
4: And that's always going to put a wrench in, uh, in any marriage. <laughs> yes, it
0: will. <laughs> <laughs> Putting a wrench <laughs> is one way to put it? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so
4: that's coming out January 12th and also on January 12th, and that's on Amazon Prime, but also on January 12th in theaters is The Book of Clarence, which is a, a sort of um irreverent but yet in a weird way reverent uh uh telling of the of the Jesus story but through the eyes of doubting Thomas's brother Clarence Clarence yeah okay yes are you Clarence I'm not Clarence I'm I'm John the Baptist who has a real problem with the fact that Clarence is a false prophet Yeah I would that's a wrench too <laughs> That's a yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's that's he's, a wrench. he's a wrench in the whole
0: Bible story Man so you're you're Bass Reeves Martin Luther King Jr and John the Baptist Yes Look at you! That's called range. That's what that's called. I'm a pro, Rich. I'm that a is pro. called. You said you want to be the Lone Ranger. You are, you have range, sir. You, you bet. You are a pro. Uh, David Oyelowo. Congrats on everything going on in your career. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having let's, me. Let's this do is this big. some more. You got yeah. it. Certainly sincere neighbors with Brockman. Is what We decided, right? Yeah, you know Tarzana. How about that? <laughs> let's see.
2: That's
4: my he's guy.
0: He's got. He's he's got. You have four kids, right? I have four. Yeah. yeah. He's got one, but he's not home right now. He's, he's alone. Not home. I'm solo. Yeah. Really? Where's your child? Yeah. question. <laughs> 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 that was a we'll talk about that offline
4: That's all right.
2: <laughs> no 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 I, I, his mom in, uh, are in Georgia where her family is yeah she's okay. doing stand-up she's tonight performing. so she's, oh, she's wow. performing oh, yeah. so
0: he's by himself oh wow I don't know I mean you gotta he used to come to my house for dinner all the time before right. he, Just, he got, he got a live oh. show but uh yeah, no, second fiddle to the kid I don't know what you're doing tonight um <laughs> you, oh wow you this can bring nice the, I don't know if the Brockmans and the O-Yellow-O's o- can get together. You want to
2: watch some Thursday Night Football? It's on mean, Prime yeah, night. yeah, yeah.
0: Let's do it. It's, uh, it's Thursday Night Football, the home also of role play. It's Prime yeah, Video. There you home. go. Coming up. We'll All right. Us. There you Come go. Neighbors, yeah. uh, good to see you, sir. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for being on You here. too. All right. We'll be wrapped to wrap up this show in a
3: moment. <laughs>
0: hey everybody make sure you talk to your alexa (laughs) that's one way to put it uh when you want to watch the nfl i mean listen to the nfl for free on westwood one radio sponsored by autozone you could stream it all season long listen to every westwood one broadcast the nfl live including thursday night on the NFL app or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station digital platforms. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and me all season long for free. And get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Um, Jimmy in San Antonio, you're here on the Rich hey. Show. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, Jimmy? Hey. What's up, Jimmy? ¿Qué
1: pasó, hermanos? Hey. ¿Qué pasó? What's hey. up, Jimmy? Hey.
5: Hey, uh, I want to give my NFL top six, but first, I just want to say, Rich, yes, sir. Jags Browns is the best live album Letters from Florio ever did.
0: Nice. I like it very much. I don't know. Jags Browns, Letters me. from Florio. I like <laughs> I it. Why I did that. Well done. I like it.
5: Okay. So here's my spin on the top six. Oh. It's going to be with Friends of the Show. Are you going to do it? Are, do? You,
0: are you going to do it? You got your top six as if you're, you're again, this is Jimmy's playoff committee. Let's go. Uh, as if you're choosing NFL teams like the college football playoffs did theirs. Is that what you're saying?
5: And yes. Okay. Exactly. With the spin of Friends of the Show, number six. Yes. Jeff in Detroit. Oh wow.
0: Okay. I think that's a little low, Jimmy. But okay. What else? What else? Number five. Yeah. Coach Mike McDaniel. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> like I that. see. Now you're going. Now you're you're all over the map. We appreciate it. Okay. Number four. Yeah.
5: Overstreet and Rudd.
0: Okay, okay, it's four. okay. It's Stone Street, but we're good. Maybe you had a little bit of that uh, um, that that uh, that alcohol. It's okay. What else? What else? Uh, it might be TJ Plus. Number. Three. Nice, <laughs> nice, Jimmy. Kathy,
5: Kathy in Philadelphia. Kathy in Philadelphia is
0: in the playoffs Kathy's along the playoff. with Stone Street and Rudd. Okay, Whoa. all right.
5: Number two.
0: Yeah. It's me, the Dallas Cowboys. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Number one. And number one, all rise, Turzo. and I. Oh, wow. Terzo well, it's only fitting because the Niners are first in everybody's yeah, right. playoffs, yeah, and so Turzo represents the Niners. Well done. Well done, Jimmy. Thank you for the call, brother. The great Jimmy in San Antonio. Well done. That's funny. I'm at the Rich Eisen Show Desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Um Hey, you ready for your fantasy picks? TJ Jefferson? Ooh, Are you no, ready? Man, I've been ready. Dude. I know you have. Yeah, All know. right, brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Hit it, hit it, please.
5: DJ Mikey D. can you play my music? Oh, there we go. So we're gonna get you guys ready. For week 14 of fantasy and you know here's the deal right chris you No, know you're playing and rich you're playing pretty much got your rosters settled if you're going to the playoffs but i'm going to try to help you pick up some guys kind of get your hey really these are some bye your...
0: weeks here and I, by the yeah. way i had tank dell and brian robinson jr out so i'm i'm all ears yeah, if yeah, you yeah, think there's somebody last out week, there
5: but the thing is last week was probably the worst week because you know the bills some other teams are yeah, out it's it. a little bit week. easier but um we're going to start with who i think is him this week and i tell you what he. he's He's a guy who Rich wants to hang out with him, go to his birthday parties. Gardner Minshew is going to be him this week at the Bengals, okay? Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I said that. Last week's game at Tennessee, you know, he delivered a a standout performance. He had 23 fantasy points. The Bengals' D has allowed five of the past six opposing QBs to score at least 20 on them. So I think it's going to look good for Gardner. I mean, it could even be a shootout. I don't know. But I'm liking the Colts right now, and I, I think Gardner is going to be him. Also, a guy I've been, you know, I've been talking about him a lot, but I don't think I've ever put him on this list. I'm going to do so today. That's Cortland Sutton, wide receiver for the Broncos. Cortland Sutton low-key has been balling this year, and no one has been mentioning this guy. He scored a touchdown in six of his past seven. Uh, He's got nine on the year, and I think he'll have a great chance to score against the Chargers. They're third in uh, most points giving up the fantasy wide receiver, so... Courtland Sutton, I'm going to give him his flowers this week. He's been quietly having a great season, and I think that's going to continue. Now, who's not him? Huh? It's a couple guys, but and again, you could look at this as you know a, a homerism. But the Andre Swift of the Eagles, not uh, him this bold. week against that's the Cowboys. That's a bold, not him. You know, well, here's the deal. He was held to less yeah. than ten points three let me get this right three of his past four games including his first meeting with Dallas he had 43 yards rushing and i think 31 yards receiving um jalen hurts He's taking all of the goal line. All right. Carries Rich. That's the thing. This brotherly shove is getting hurts all the, the the rushing touchdowns, and it's really hurting his running backs like Swift. So I feel because of that, Swift is not him.
0: It's He's the vulturely shove is what you're saying? <laughs> In this case, for sure. Okay.
5: And plus the Dallas
0: defense, you know, they've been on point all year. Brotherly so. vulture? Brotherly I don't know. <laughs> I think vulturely shove is better. You
5: know, the Cowboys, number three, and fewest points given up to opposing running backs. So if you've got a better option – Roll with him if you've got to take use him, then use him. But I'm not liking his chances. Also, not him this week, unfortunately. Calvin Ridley. Um, We heard Trevor Lawrence. What he practiced today? He's probably not going
0: to play. Well, ankle watch is coming up. Be careful coming up. Uh, So
5: this is you know contingent on T. Law not playing. Just make sure you're you're, you're monitoring this situation. Looks like Christian Kirk is also going to be out. That means all the emphasis is going to be on Calvin. This Browns defense is number two and fewest fantasy points Mm. allowed to opposing receivers. So I think I think i love Calvin, but I think he's going to be in for a long day. And I'm going to tell you to stash these guys. I'm just going to give you three guys who, if you've got some room on your roster, even if you don't put them in there, because injuries do happen. Ty J Spears running back for the Titans. Derrick Henry was supposed to have a concussion. Now he doesn't have a concussion. I don't know. I'm telling you, this guy on the screen right now, Spears, pick him up. Stash him if you can. Also, two Elijahs, Elijah Moore. Of the Browns because Joe Flacco and don't had even some speak it with Elijah wild. Mitchell.
0: I need Christian McCaffrey to bubble wrap, pal. Don't even speak that at no. I'm just saying Elijah Mitchell. Dare you.
5: just have him, especially if you are a Christian McCaffrey owner. Make sure you have this guy just in the off case. Mm. And I'm not wishing injury on anyone. I know. That. Just on the off chance that McCaffrey does have an injury, you want to protect yourself with Elijah Mitchell. And that's my hymns and not hymns and pickups and all that for this week in fantasy.
0: And that fantasy football update is sponsored by Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports app, ready to test your skills. Join the Prize Picks community. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepix.com for restrictions and details. This may be, I think, the, our most important job as R.E.S. Consulting, unless we're ever reached out to. You know, you know R.E.S. Consulting was created for us to tell owners of NFL teams, hire this person. You don't need to. Freaking consulting firm! I can do this for you. That's how RES <laughs> Consulting was born years ago, and now <laughs> it's morphed much. out, and we have different different Brandy's ways of Brandy's helping Brandy's. out. Yeah, different yeah. silos, if you want to call <laughs> yeah. it. Maybe matches. our most important silo is, is ankle watch. I mean, last year we yeah. were all over the Patrick uh-huh. Mahomes ankle watch. I think we helped it get better. Actual, but we were all over it. We're we're on now we're back Lance's ankle watch. We're, we're, that's right. We're, mm-hmm. we're at Trey Lance's ankle watch. Now yeah. we're on um, uh, Trevor Lawrence's ankle watch, and we noticed yesterday he was in a um, in a wrap and open-toed sandals, a choice. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you need to, if you need to uh, have something elevated or compressed, or you needed something uh, clearly, um, um, one would say uh, supported, that ain't it? A wrap and an open-toed uh, sandal. Just showing you that I think it's good. There's actual B-roll. Oh, remember right. Burrow? We had it, it was Calf Watch with Burrow. Oh, yeah, yep. as he walked. All up right, the what do we room? have? What do we have? I have not seen this yet. Uh, okay. Oh, he's in a full sleeve here with the, with the brace. With the brace on the other one. This guy couldn't even walk. He's walking backwards. Do you think he's doing that on purpose? Now he's walking one step forward oh, for the radio audience. Now side, he's going oh, to. Oh, he's moving around. Oh. Okay. All right, and oh, there we go. go. Okay. Yeah, All right, plant he's leg, plant leg. Okay. He's starting. I think he's showing off. Yeah, I mean, Remember, this is a guy who couldn't. He, he couldn't walk up a tunnel. He was walking so
5: gingerly. But he didn't want the cart. No cart. But he didn't. He didn't want, want the want cart.
0: cart. No cart. Didn't want the. Cart. So he was gutting it out from the first second. Is he starting this week? Yeah, I don't judging, think so. Judging from that, <laughs> you don't think I said, so. I don't know, man. I mean, look, he's walking backwards again, which is a choice. I think he's showing that off.
5: <laughs> he's like, I'm all right.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
5: And then let it rip.
0: He's Only Thursday. High ankle sprain, though? Only it's still three, a high two, ankle sprain, dude. Set, all right, uh, moving uh, around. All right, all right, Maybe It's coming early. I need to see Friday. <laughs> That's
5: true. I'm today's, reserving judgment. Guys, again,
0: this is the most important service we provide in certain, in certain ways. No doubt. So, I think we just, you're saying start? I'm, like saying, you, I'm saying start. Start? No doubt. I'm
5: saying I wish I would
0: have seen that video before I said sit Calvin Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fluid situation, TJ. It's a fluid situation. <laughs> we'll be monitoring this. Uh, guys, tomorrow's show two in studio guests. Their names are Michael Irvin and Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Uh-oh.
2: Hey, what?
0: Michael I mean- Irvin in studio, Arnold Schwarzenegger in studio. Wow. That's no joke of a Friday program. I
5: will definitely be here tomorrow.
0: Yeah, you better.